Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, family, and welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today in the hot seat is Shannon Russell. And let me tell you a little bit about this firecracker who is doing amazing things in her area. So Shannon Russell is an entrepreneur and host of the Second Act Success Podcast. Shannon spent over 16 years as a television producer in New York City the Big Apple, y'all, and Los Angeles. She then pivoted to open her own business running a Snapology franchise teaching children STEM education. And for those of you, STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Now Shannon added a new business venture to the mix, the Second Act Success, which you can find more info on www secondactsuccess.co, where she coaches women on how to change careers, start a business, and follow their creative passions to the fullest. Shannon shares her journey from television executive to business owner and mom through her Second Act Success podcast as she interviews inspirational women who have made the leap into a career change and transition into a happier, healthier human. Shannon helps to motivate more women to make big moves in life and follow their dreams through her businesses and podcasts. She lives in the beach. No, she lives at the beach in New Jersey with her husband, two boys, and her chow chow pup. So without further ado, please welcome Shannon Russell. Hi, thank you, Genesis. It's so great to be here. My pleasure, Shannon. And man, wow, you have a lot going on and you have a versatile background. So I'm super, super excited to, you know, have a coffee chat style conversation today. But before we dive into your second act business, how you're helping women and et cetera, I want to give the audience a chance to connect with you in a fun and personal way. So there are two options, Shannon. We can do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? Rapid fire sounds fun. Let's do that. Okie dokie. We're playing rapid fire with Shannon and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one. If you could trade places with anyone, who would it be? Um, obviously Oprah. I mean, she's every, I think everyone would say that Oprah for sure. Question two, favorite movie. Um, home alone. We watch it at least every day with my kids. I love that movie. Okay. So which home alone? One, two, three. One. We, we have to watch all of them, but definitely one all year. It doesn't have to be Christmas. (laughs) That's the main reason why I want to go to New York so I could go explore Central Park because I've never been and I have family there. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'll meet you. I'm an hour away. It would be so fun. (laughs) Question three, favorite food? Pizza, for sure. I'm Italian and in in New Jersey, New York, so definitely pizza. 
Okay, so since you've lived in New York, are you a fan of Grimaldi's? Yes, but there's there's a Grimaldi, there was a Grimaldi's in Hoboken, which I think there's also one in New York. Um, but yeah, Grimaldi's, it's like, cold, yeah. <laughs> Question four. What would you rather, dream car, dream home, or who says you can't go big and have it all? What about both? Both. Okay. My type of lady. (laughs) (laughs) Question five. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, To to freeze time. Do you remember, you you might be too young to remember this show from back in like the 80s, 90s called Out of This World, and the main character could freeze time. And then she could do all this, you know, just do things that she wanted to do. And then just poof, everything was back to normal. So that's always been what I wanted to do. Super, super cool. I think that would be so amazing to have, especially as a mama, because you could just freeze time, get a bunch of stuff done, and then just come back and zoom. It'd be amazing. Question six. What is your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Just water with lemon. I don't drink coffee or tea. It's sometimes green tea, but really just water. Question seven, if you could have lunch or dinner with any person, past or present, who would it be? Hmm. That is so hard. You know what? Judy Garland, because I'm also a big fan of Wizard of Oz, and I think she would be amazing. Question eight, you get three random acts of kindness per day. What are your three today? That I've received? Or that you're going to do? Ooh. Um, let's see. Go through the drive through and buy someone's meal behind me. Would be great. Um, get a surprise dinner or dessert for my kids tonight. And let's see. Um Order some dinner for my friend who just had a baby and have it delivered to her house. Oh, super sweet. <laughs> Question nine. This is a good one. If you won the lottery and they told you, Shannon, we'll release the rest of your money once you donate to three charities. What charities are you contributing to? Ooh, let's see. Um, Autism Cares. Um, let's see. Lunch break is a local one here that helps, um, feed people in need. Mm. And I think the one other one I really like is Broadway shines, I believe it's called, and they help kids learn to, um, perform and get to be on Broadway. I'm pretty sure it's called Broadway cares. Amazing. (laughs) And question 10, it's our pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? I want to pass to you. Okay. What's your question? Um, what are you most looking forward to doing this summer? Oh, definitely embracing motherhood and just getting the baby scheduled, just down pack and et cetera, because now it's no longer about my husband and I, as people keep saying, it's about the bundle of joy. And I'm like, no, it's still going to be about me too, because I'm still going to squeeze in date nights and et cetera. (laughs) 
Yes. That's a great answer. I love it. Enjoy all your alone time while you can. So thank you for playing a rapid fire. And now let's segue into your area of expertise. Second act, success, um, helping people with their careers, especially now that more, more than ever, a lot of people are now walking away from that quote unquote corporate job, or they feel like, you know what, I know my purpose and it's not to build someone else's empire, it's to build my own. Or the pandemic has showed us a lot and I could be the first one to raise my hand to say I was laid off in the middle of the pandemic after my father passed from oil and gas. And I was like, what? How am I going to be laid off with a supply chain degree working in global supply chain, working on this project? And then it was like the best thing that could have happened just looking back. But in the middle of it, it sucked because I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going from two incomes to one. So Shannon, how did you get involved in the work that you're doing now? Kind of similar to you in a sense that I was working as a television producer and I had moved from Los Angeles back to the East Coast. So I was working in New York City and I was about to have my second son. And I had a kind of come to Jesus moment, um, walking through Manhattan in my heels, going to do a shoot for my show. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to catch the four o'clock bus to make it back to pick up my son by six o'clock from daycare. I'm in pain. I'm starving, you know, just all of the feels. And I just started thinking like, I don't want to do this anymore. I need to find something else that isn't as long of a commute, as long of hours. And then as I was on maternity leave with my son, my show got canceled. So that to me, and and being in television, you're used to being freelance and going from show to show and gig to gig. So it wasn't that much of a shock, but I was expecting to go back. And when I got that call, I remember where I was and I was like, the old me would have said, I've got to start calling people and I have to find my next job. And I was like, no, I think this is a sign, like a bigger sign than me that it's time to kind of. I always say now produce my own life instead of producing things for other people and figure out what I'm going to do that isn't going to give me the stress of having to figure out the next thing, you know, like the freelance world of entertainment was. And so I started thinking about what that would be. And I went through a bunch of different, oh, maybe I want to be a teacher in the classroom. And I started a graduate school program. Maybe I want to just work in an office job. That wasn't for me. So I kind of tried a bunch of different things, researched, and then decided to open my own business. So, so kind of similar to you and where the sign just fell in my lap and I tried to run with it. And I think that's amazing because sometimes things don't just happen to us, but they happen for us to launch us into our next or like you're familiar with STEM. So like, remember the catapult exercise where you build something? to like catapult you into the next um, season of your life. And we have to remember that just like the seasons change, we as individuals begin to change and we evolve over time. So we can't stay stuck in the same place or going through the rat race or the hamster wheel and et cetera. We have to think, okay, what skills do I have? Like how am I an asset versus a liability? How can I turn these gifts and talents that I have into something that is sustainable, that will bring me joy and happiness? Mm -hmm. And 
I think a lot of people woke up. The, the pandemic has been a blessing and a curse to some, and now we're in what they're calling the great resignation. So since you've seen this movement, I don't even know if you would call it a movement. Feel free to call it something else if you want, Shannon. Do you think that that has increased or impacted your business in any way? Well, my first business that I started um, was the STEM business for Snapology. And then actually, I only started Second Act Success in the fall of this year, fall of 2021, and launched my podcast um, in the winter of 2022. So it's fairly new. But yeah, I, I started it because I saw this movement happening. And for a while now, um, clients of mine or customers of mine at my other business would ask me, like, how did you go from television to doing this? And I would say I just needed to change. And we have these great conversations where they would ask me for advice. And I started, it started happening with friends of mine, with customers, with just people who found out I was a producer and said, but that's so exciting. Why did you leave that? And I said, well, my priorities changed and my life changed and I'm still a producer. I can go back and do that anytime I want, but now I want to try something else to fulfill myself and to afford a better life for my kids. And, and so I saw it happening more and more through COVID and the great resignation. And so when I started, when I had the idea to start Second Act Success and really take my advice I was giving people into a business and start sharing stories through the podcast, it just really, it, it seemed like more and more people were either unhappy now that, you know, you're, you're seeing a lot of companies want employees to come back in the office. Well, people don't want to do that as much anymore. So you're seeing people try to kind of figure out what else to do. People have been forced like yourself to say, okay, well now let's figure out what else we can do. You know, I got laid off and now times have changed. So yeah, I'm seeing it happen more and more. And um, it just kind of catapulted me into wanting to launch this and kind of inspire people through the stories that I'm having with my guests on the podcast too. Which I think it's incredible because we can learn from other people's stories because even though their experience may not be exactly the same as ours, there may be some parallels or some lessons learned that we could take from that and apply it to the situation that we're we're in and you know build upon it and i want to dive a little bit deeper into um you focusing on stem as your next before you um started with second act success and snapology so why the name snapology so it's actually a franchise so i had so my son was three and my little one had just been born and all he would do is build with Legos and build with anything he could get his hands on. And I just had this idea of starting my own STEM company because I saw that he was just so creative when he was building and it was something that we could do together. And as I was researching, I was kind of like, I don't know, I've never started a business before. And I found Snapology, the franchise that was fairly new at the time. This was about six years ago, and I decided to just jump in with them because I loved the founders. I loved the idea behind it. And then with the franchise system, you get that support. You get the curriculum that we'd be teaching. You get the marketing help. So it just kind of was the best way for me to launch into being an entrepreneur and starting my own business. So um, so Snapology is the, the study of snapping Legos together. <laughs> oh. 
that is yeah cool. i'm gonna have to share that with my sister-in-law because my nephew he's he just turned nine not too long ago and he loves building with like legos and i remember i was babysitting him and he just had too much stuff in his hand and i was like honey why are you carrying all that stuff his ipad his lego car because he builds cars and then it dropped and he just started crying he's like, oh my gosh i worked so hard on it so i'm definitely gonna have to tell her about snapology and she's a teacher too so i'm oh yeah, yeah. There's, we're all over and there's a lot in texas too so yeah Definitely. It's we do robotics and coding and all that stuff. So it's it's been fun. So that's pretty cool because like, you know, with robotics and coding, and I know then we're gonna get back into your other business. I wanted to highlight that because I think this is definitely a wave that is not going away because we know artificial intelligence. RPA, robotics processing automa automation. There's now robots that we've seen in the stores now that are like cleaning the floors and et cetera. And it's just becoming so fascinating. I think if we get our children involved in this um, field young enough, then they are going to be the future. And everyone's looking to do something that is technology-driven, um, technology advanced, where they could then focus on their zone of genius and put their time on something else. So whenever you see kids um, at the age that you, that you um, witness them in Snapology, what are some of the challenges that you, that those kids have faced and how has Snapology helped them? I would say the number one thing is kids, no matter if they are four or 14, because we kind of run the gamut, they think that they can do it by themselves. And we're very big. And now that, you know, hopefully the pandemic is an end, end, endemic, um, so they can actually work together now again. So like basically the kids think, oh, I can do the project by myself. And we say, well, no, you can work with a partner. You can work you know, with someone else because engineers don't work alone. So we talk a lot about that and we build teamwork. They build a project and they experiment with it. And then we have them present to the group. So I, I love that because you're really getting that shy kid who wouldn't otherwise want to share. He's so excited about his project that he gets to stand up and talk about it and, and demonstrate it. So I think having them work together when they really aren't so sure if they want a partner and then seeing them interact is the best thing ever. Amazing. And the reason why I asked that question, Shannon, it's because we as adults need that too. Because whenever mm -hmm. we transition from a quote unquote corporate job into entrepreneurship, whether it's a startup um, where we're bootstrapping or we're completely starting something new from the ground up, we need that support and we need to have effective leadership skills to partner our zone of genius with someone else in order for us to not just survive, but thrive and flourish. So from your aspect, from um, learning what you learned from being a producer in television to then venturing into Snapology and then now second at career, what are some of the biggest um, hurdles that you've overcome and how has it made you better personally as well as professionally? I think it's always the um, internal, I guess, hurdles or the pressure of like, I don't know if I can do this and pushing yourself. So in producing, I think in all aspects, I've been a collaborator working with other people, which I love. I'm such a people person in that way. So in, in TV, we're producing on teams, but sometimes it's scary on like live carpet events or award shows. And you're like, I don't know if I would be able to do this. And what if the timing does? Yeah. Um, and then in starting a business, I mean, 
I, no one knew what Snapology was in the state of New Jersey when I opened it. So it was me really going from the ground up in this kind of newish town that I moved to when I moved back from the West Coast. And I just had to build it from the ground up and just hit the ground running. And that was really scary to put myself out there and kind of say, hey, I have this new business, come check it out. Um, And then even now with this, you know, being now turning kind of the cameras and now I'm, I've always been the one interviewing celebrities, but now I'm interviewing real people about their stories and kind of, and having conversations with you like this, it's a little different. And sometimes, you know, um, producing my own podcast is different than producing a show with a huge studio behind me or a television network. So just kind of saying, Oh, I don't know if I can do it and pushing yourself. I think that's always the biggest hurdle for any of us. I like that because then it begins to stretch you. And as you're stretching yourself, you're learning more about your capabilities. You find you find that resilience, you find the areas where you're resistant and you allow that resistance to challenge you so you could get over that hurdle. Because on the other side of, you know, that negative self-talk or that imposter syndrome is success because mm-hmm. you can't necessarily have failure without success because if you didn't learn from the failures, then how are you going to apply the lessons learned in order for you to be successful. Mm -hmm. And then we grow, we grow that way. Absolutely. So for anyone listening and Shannon, they're thinking, okay, I want to do something else, but how do I really make that leap at a second chance or a second act to really come into a new career path, especially if it's an area that they're not familiar with. And I'll just use myself for example. So I was in oil and gas for 12 years, spent 15 years as a, as a whole in corporate. And now eventually if I do go back to work, it'll probably be consulting or something like that, but I want to break into tech. And I feel like with supply chain, you could do that in any area because people are always going to be buying stuff. So you have the procurement, there's always going to be MSAs, master service agreements, contracts, all of that stuff. But then if I allow imposter syndrome or mindset to condition me, I'm never going to make that leap of faith or launch out. So there may be someone out there that resonates with that statement or resonates with what you shared, Shannon. So are there five tips that you could share to help them think about it from a holistic perspective? Yes, that's a great question. Um, And I think for you too, like you kind of mentioned in bringing up your own story that you have the skills to transfer to the other industry. And it's just a matter of, I guess, getting your foot in the door to these people that you may not know and explaining, hey, I did this for gas and oil. I can do this for you as well. So I think it's, it really comes down to first, I would say is talk to yourself, brainstorm, what is it that you want to do and why really, you know, cause I can say, I want to write a book tomorrow, but why do I want to write the book? What will the, you know, kind of look inwards, I guess, as to why you want to make that change. Then start thinking about who, you know, because everyone knows networking is key and it's key in a lot of industries, most industries probably. So think about who, you know, and Genesis, if you started thinking, Hey, I wonder who I know, like, what is the tech company I would want to work for and start thinking. And nowadays between LinkedIn, Facebook, even Instagram, you can look around at the, at your own friends and contacts and see who they might know. So just kind of, I I think that my clients and people that I speak to are always so surprised at how many people they actually know when they take the time to actually observe their, their network, their personal network. 
Um, and people want to help you connect. I'm a big connector. So I love saying, hey, Genesis, I know who you could talk to. I'm going to put you together. Um, and a lot of people want to do that. So it's just kind of deciding what you want to do, viewing your network, and then putting it out into the world. So you don't have to put it on Facebook. I'm changing jobs and I'm doing this, but just start telling a few people, hey, I think I'm going to write this book, or I think I'm going to move into tech, get their perception. Maybe they have some ideas to help or people to introduce you to. And then it starts to grow from there. Um, another thing is it's hard to leave a job when you don't have another one. So try to think of side hustles as not so much a hustle, but like putting your foot in kind of feeling the waters. So maybe um, you want to volunteer in that area that you think. Maybe you want to take a little internship or you want to just kind of ask if you can go and shadow someone in that area. You know, those kind of things are very helpful to do and kind of let you learn before you leap. Um, and then once you're ready, it's just about really being self-confident and promoting yourself. And and saying, I am going to make this happen. And I've listed the reasons why I've talked to people and, you know, I've got my roadmap. Yeah, those are excellent tips. I love the networking. Um, as you've heard, net, your network is tied to your network. So networking is key because they may be able to mention your name in rooms that you wouldn't be afforded to go into. Always asking questions, being open to, you know, take feedback on because feedback is a gift. Always know um, who your avatar is or find a mentor, a coach, or someone that's already in the field that you're in and look at what they're doing and see and just tell them, hey, I'm interested in doing that. And if they see that you're hungry, they're going to want to help you but because they see your drive and your determination and your passion for it. One thing that I would say too is don't be willing to put yourself out there so people know you because if you continue to remain an introvert, you don't get out there in the field that you're aspiring to be in, no one is going to know you. So you want to build that no like and trust factor because that's going to give you um, credibility in the space that you're trying to break into. And then I always tell people, just think about a bow and arrow. You may not always hit that target spot on, but as long as you make it on like the target pad, you're that much closer to making that bullseye. Or mm -hmm. similar, if you're playing darts just keep on throwing because progression will lead to perfection later on as long mm -hmm. as you are making progress you could always fine-tune it in the on the back end so always be mindful of that so thank you for sharing that Shannon and I'm gonna throw you an audible is there any other question that I did not ask that you want to share um, based on the topics that we've covered today that will add value to the audience I think just to, to keep trying and research, because even if you think you're go heading in one direction, you could talk to someone who's like, listen, you really don't want to work in this industry and tell you something. So you want to talk to people and really learn before you leap and go in that direction. So you can start off on the path of knowing that you want to do something different and that path can change and that that's okay. If it changes and you end up in a different direction, as long as that direction is going to make you happy and happier than where you are now, then I feel like that's a true gift and just to keep working towards it. And 
you know, you can always listen to my podcast and hear these stories of other women who have done it, because I think that helps inspire us more or read books on people who have. And, you know, there's so many resources that are at our disposal to kind of give us that extra bit of inspiration. I love it. And I will add journaling is a big component. I never thought I would write a book, but one day it just, you know, a day of frustration just sparked a entry on the notes app on my phone. And before I knew it, the book Chocolate Drop in Corporate America from the pit to the palace was born, where I really talk about like, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in the book, and what I went through from a corporate standpoint. And it's not always easy. But I tell people, sometimes you just got to push yourself to the limit and set boundaries. So I love everything you said there, Shannon. And now we're going to jump into the call to action. What is your call to action for the audience today? Whether it's a challenge you have for them or you want them to join you in a program that you have upcoming or et cetera. Well, definitely going to secondactsuccess.co. That is our main hub for everything. You can get links to our podcast, which is Second Act Success, where you can hear these stories. Um, I do some bonus episodes where I give some little nuggets of inspiration. Um, We have blogs on all of the topics. And also I'm working on a digital course that'll be out in the fall that will just basically be a little framework for people to make it super easy to map out your beginning steps just to get you over that first hurdle that we were talking about. So I'm really excited for that. And that should be out by end of August, early September. Amazing. And then your social media handles and links are on your website, right, Shannon? Yes, everything's on the website. So, And is there any main social media platform you hang out on the most? I hang out mostly on Instagram and that's at Second Act Success. And then Facebook as well, which is at secondactsuccess.co. Amazing. And Shannon, I want to thank you so much for coming into the community and just sharing more about your background, what you have going on and et cetera. And congratulations on what you have accomplished so far and just really making that leap in your own life and now helping others do the same. Audience, don't forget to connect with Shannon. Her contact information will be in the show notes. Yes, you need to read and scroll on down so you can see it. It'll be under the call to action section. And don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe and leave us a review. Let let me know what you think about the podcast and et cetera. And I want to thank you for what you do to support the guests that I bring on as well as myself, because we're now ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com is where you'll find the metrics as well as see the other platforms I have been featured on. And we are actually looking for brand ambassadors. If that is you, feel free to send me an email at genesisamarskemp at gmail.com or head on over to my website, genesisamarskemp.net. Until the next guest, next episode, Make sure you are listening to content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, which are the core pillars of this show. Plus, we also like to factor in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because whether you think about it, we all need each other to make this world a better place. United we stand and divided we fall. So until then, peace, love and lots of blessings. Signing out, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and my guest in the hot seat, 
Shannon, Shannon Russell. <laughs> Thank Woo! you. Thanks, Genesis. My pleasure. Y'all have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.